Yeah, they had us the first half, I'm not gonna lie. Oh, could be Wayne! I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh! I love it, baby! Them orange bridges! Something about them orange bridges! Ball hit high in the air in the right field, going back to Sayre, and Tennessee can say hello win column. A grand slam in the bottom of the ninth. You can't draw it up any better. We just won a basketball game, and we're very happy right now. I made up my mind, and I don't expect to ever look back. I'm going to stay at the University of Tennessee. Yeah! Read it, get to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Monday, July 11th. My fault we're coming at you guys a day later. I've been traveling. Um, good trip, but good to be back. I know, I don't know why this this is the, the season for recruiting and all the recruiting news. I honestly, I don't know if that's normal, but uh, what a big week. I, I mean, I guess just jump right into it. I hope everybody's doing good. Um, got to hear you guys Thursday. Didn't get to talk to you guys, but. What a big, just massive week for Tennessee. Just turning of the tide. Yeah, what a math, massive, massive, massive month. Um, from July first, you land uh, seven commits. Pretty good, you know. It's okay. Yeah, take that. Just disappointing. I, the weird thing about it for me is, um, I'll be honest, I, I didn't have. Very good expectations for Josh Heupel in terms of recruiting with everything we've heard. Um, only been a head coach a couple years before he, he got to Tennessee, so didn't know where that was going to land. But we've seen with two previous coaches, Tennessee just sells. Um, but I, I've been super impressed with the way Josh Heupel has done it, the way he closed um, on early signing day with Tyree West, uh, Justin Williams, James Pierce. Um and then just going getting the, the best players in different states. You get the number one player in Missouri and Shandavian Bradley. You get the number one player in the state of Tennessee and uh, Caleb Herring, one of the top players in the state of Kentucky and Christian Conyers. And then um, the number two player in California, Nico. So, I mean, just getting a little bit from everywhere. You, you still got those kids in Georgia that Rodney Garner is going to get year in and year out. But they've kind of utilized everybody on the staff to uh, – you know, be all in on guys and, you know, the relationships that they've built has paid off in, in sh such a short amount of time. Yeah, this is, I mean, this, like you said, the, I think overall this staff has been um, better than maybe overall expected. You mentioned you've got Rodney Garner. Um, that's done a good job. It, it always has done a good job. You expected that coming in. A lot of question marks in the air. So I think overall this staff has been – um, pretty solid, better than maybe expected. Obviously, still a long ways to go. If you're gonna, I mean, we talked we talked about it. You, you still got to get the guys to be competitive on Saturdays. Like that's just the nature of the business. Um, I'm gonna be consistent though. Tennessee does still have a long way to go. I know right now everything looks good. I think fifth um, on 247's rankings right now uh, with the way everything's folded out the last month, but. If you want to keep those guys, you've got to go win this. Like, this season just became a lot bigger based on the recruiting class. It looks like you can get in 2023. How about instead of us saying, like, yeah, you have to win to keep it, how about we just say we're going to win? We're going to carry this momentum and into I would like it, to. And we're just going to win. <laughs> okay? We're, no. we're not going to just the, – the cups are always on. We get it. But we don't have to act like they are. Let's act like the party is still going, you know, late into December. Well, I don't even know if it's so much as that. I, I just think it's – when you look at the state of Tennessee football, it, it's not a – I'm trying to think. I mean, I guess a good example of, of people that have recruited really well, like if Ohio State misses a college football playoff again or, or doesn't win the Big Ten, their recruiting doesn't take a hit from that because they've been con so consistent as of late. Um, like that, that doesn't matter. Tennessee does – because right now they're selling vision, selling vision, selling vision. Well, eventually that has to become something. So I don't even think it's so much of a can Tennessee like finish the job. I think it's just if you want to keep these guys around, if you want to build off in the 2024 class, 
and get a you know get a good twenty twenty three class and let that build. Like you do, I, I think that's just kind of like the fact of the matter. Like I don't know, it it's not a status quo thing right now. You're still trying to build something, Joe. No, I mean he's right. It's the that's the nature of it. You can get all the five, four, three, whoever you want, all the stars you can rack up. But you know we touched on it last week. Unless you're going to go perform and you got to give those kids a reason that they want to come play for you. If you're going to go drop a you know, five five loss season or something that you know the games didn't turn out your way and they're not excited as much. You don't you don't hold that same power you have that we have with that that energy we have right now. Yeah, I mean there's definitely ways that you can lose that momentum but I, I just think right now you're riding that high you just keep flowing it into the season I, I think you got a good schedule ahead of you where you can I think the core is there I don't think the core is going anywhere again you're selling that but you're, I mean we won we lost six games last year yeah. it's not like you're you're really you know basing everything on wins and losses because that's just not they're not coming here because Tennessee won a bunch of ball games last year well, no and I think that's I think that's kind of the interesting piece too that it, the new wrinkle that's what i was about to ask nil you you said it the core guys are going to stick around so nico's obviously the the core guy where does bradley stand on like where is he on that one is would you consider him a core guy i mean it, it's obviously really early for the 2023 period but it's not it's kind of fallen on where everybody's committing now so well, where is he kind of in that core group I think they've done a really good job of of not only using everybody on staff, but they've also got guys in the boat early that oh, can yeah. recruit other guys. So guys like Ethan Davis, um, who Eric Kane explained that he's been, you know, a very underrated recruiter in terms of, of peer recruiting for for Tennessee. Jack Luttrell is is Tennessee's first commit in this class. Um, Nico, obviously. And then Caleb Herring's done a really nice job. I mean, Javion yep. Bradley mentioned him, um, him and Jack Luttrell, how the, how they had a good relationship and how they always talked. And he said, you know, he'd even get a call from Nico every now and then. I mean, I, I guess just like these kids see enough of each other, I guess seven on seven and the circuits and the camps, and they probably speak with the coaches and like, hey, this is a guy to go after, blah, blah, blah. And they just seem to do a really good job of – you know, I, I Byron Moore a couple years ago, you know, he was the big, you know, on social media recruiting. Now it didn't turn into wins, um, uh, but he did do it. It could should, have. Should have. It should have. It, it wasn't the fault of the guys that got on campus. Right. But, I mean, they, they do have a good grip on that. So, I'm, again, you're, you're, sell, you're, you're not selling wins and losses because last year you're a little bit above 500. Well, I mean, it's not like – it's not like if you go – Five and seven, six and six this year. It's not that you lose all where yeah. we are right now. Thirteen, is that right? Mm-hmm. Thirteen commit. It's not like you lose all thirteen, but you're gonna lose some. Like that's just the nature of it. Like that's how yeah. it works. Um, and then you're gonna have to gain ground elsewhere. Tennessee has eighteen. Eighteen. Sorry, yeah. I don't know where I saw where I got thirteen. But you you lose. Like that's just how it is. They. But I mean, I think you're right in the sense of not only do the core guys usually stick around. But I think NIL changes that mentality too. And a guy, you know, could Nico, let, let's say t- this season doesn't work out Tennessee's direction, could a guy like Nico go and find another home? I'm sure like that's 100% possible. But he's spent now, how long has he been committed to Tennessee? Six, almost six months? Uh, March 21st. Yeah. Okay. So not quite six. You're, what's that? I, four? Yeah. Um, coming up on four, yeah. You're he's spent a lot of time selling Tennessee, like that's kind of who he's become. So yeah, a guy like that you may not lose, but there's there's probably some group and some guys in there. And then you mentioned Caleb Herring; it's an in-state guy, brother on on the like that probably isn't who you lose. What I would define as those core guys. So I think that's the good thing about it when you want to talk about finding momentum for not just next season but the season after well you are going out and getting guys that that like you said it's not all because it's just it's hard to win a lot of games early on especially in kind of today's world of of transfer it it is hard to win early on Mm -hmm. um i mean the coaches that have won early on credit to them i think i mean those are i mean there's a reason they stick around a little bit longer when you can win season one or season two yeah 
I think Caleb's got a good point that, I mean, yeah, NIL does, I mean, bring a different a different factor to it. And, I mean, necessarily last season, it's not like, you know, hype will come in. We weren't expecting them to be a 10-win season or anything. I mean, expectations are, are where expectations are going to be. And so um, while, NIL, when I, while NIL does make a factor there, a lot of what these recruits – I mean, obviously there's a lot behind the scenes, but a lot of these recruits are riding is potential and upscale with Josh Heupel. Um, I mean, they liked what they saw last year, but they also just like how the way Hypo coaches, they like the way that, and that's not just Hypo. I mean, it's obviously across the board. It's all the coaching staff, but um, performance is still a huge part of that. So obviously you're right. We go and have a bad season next season. It's not like you're going to dump off all your players through the transfer portal or, or well, not next year. You know what I'm saying? But, um, but performance is still yeah. be at least to keep, keep the plateau of, if not getting better, still having that idea of there's still a lot of upscale there and potential that, it's not going to change. Here, here's and, the thing, and for me too, also a part of it of saying you still got to go win ball games is because ultimately that's what you're graded on. We're gonna yeah. me like I promise you next, this time next year we're gonna sit here on this show and make fun of Jimbo Fisher for going eight and four with the number one recruiting class. Oh, so 100%. I mean like that's ultimately what it's about. Well, I mean, also, Butch Jones the same way. He had the number yeah. three recruiting class with Khalil McKenzie and Shaw Total, and they didn't win nothing here. Right. Um, and then it's also like, like in terms of we sit here and talk about it every single, twice a week. It's also kind of like the level-headed mentality of of I'm trying not to experience the highs and lows too much. You know, two weeks ago we're sitting here going. I, I mean, if we're being honest, is it a little underwhelming? You know, I obviously argue that it's not disappointing. That's not the right word, but like a little underwhelming because you do have a guy like Nico who's bringing attention. So you are finishing your 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 names out everywhere. And eventually, you want to see some of those land, and they're not landing. And it is unfortunate, but I think it's the same kind of level head mentality of going. Tennessee's got to win. Like, you, you, like that's just the bottom line. If you're an 18 year old, take yourself out of the ball fan part of it, and you're getting is Tennessee attractive for sure? NIL, um, S, you know, SEC Network, ESPN, social media, like your name is out there. But at the end of the day, you, you want to compete for championships. So I think that's kind of where it comes in. Tennis, like you said, Tennessee recruits itself. There's a level of it that if you're just competent enough, it recruits itself. But if you can go win, like you go to a different level if you can go and win ball games. And looking back at NIL, I mean, we've done, you know, the job we've done so far with NIL with the NCAA sniffing around. When they go away, you know, how good is that going to be? I want it's a joke. Like, That's a joke, but it kind of is not. It? <laughs> yeah, kind of not. <laughs> we're fully cooperating, which is the dumbest. We're going to get the death penalty. I just need us to recognize that because we're cooperating. The, the NCAA is not going to be a thing by the time they get to us, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, you go in uh, the alliance? Is that what we're going with? I mean, we're just recreating the NCAA. Correct. The SEC is going to be the new NCAA. Oh wow! Just throw the Big Ten out under that under the bus like that. Yeah. What is the Big Ten? Honestly, for some reason, people want to, actually I know why people want to play in the Big Ten. They don't have to play Alabama. It's exactly why they want to play in the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean that, that's the only reason. It's not because it's just you know beautiful weather up there. No, it's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's Eleven a.m. kickoffs. Yeah, USC is not going to win a single game after the month of September. Oh, away. <laughs> I don't know if they'll they'll win them at home either. They probably they probably won't. <laughs> I was going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I was helping Lincoln Riley out, helping him recruit a little bit. He needs the help. Because Jordan Addison apparently is pissed off still that, you know, they're not – he's he's not getting all those promises that he was promised before he committed. You know, that's it. The Lincoln Riley thing is very interesting because I was uh, – I found myself on an Oklahoma message board this weekend. Dang, how um, bored were you? Yeah. And then <laughs> I was in an airport. So, um, okay, well, and I got there because someone had shared a, shared a tweet or shared a screenshot of it where oh. someone was saying they wish they had kept Hypo around and not Lincoln Riley, which wow. I, I'm sorry, as it stands right now, I know Hypo's our guy. That's a terrible take. Yeah, that's a, that's definitely a terrible take. take. Yeah. He's won three. Yeah. He's yeah. Won three Osmonds guys. Yeah. Maybe slow your roll a little bit. But it was it was very interesting that that was a popular take on an Oklahoma message board. Hmm. I mean, I, he left him in the middle of the night. I, I get it, but it was just a uh, it was hilarious to read over. And over yeah, again. I don't want to hear anybody about leaving in the middle of the night. Okay. 
Don't, don't worry. Lane Kiffin will tweet at you about it in a second. And that, that's not a shot. We haven't gotten to Zach Wilson yet. That's that's Lane Kiffin. Can we not give Lane Kiffin – we got to – listen, we got to do a better job of trolling him. He missed out on Archie Manning's grandson. They had his name, and they can say it was for Eli. No, it wasn't. They had his name painted in the end zone, and he couldn't land him. What a joke. Yeesh. What a joke. I thought it was coming to the sip. What happened to that? That's leaving the sip. <laughs> we got John Slaughter. No, they didn't. Archie doesn't even want to live in Mississippi. They, they live in Louisiana, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, I'm talking about those kids in Mississippi don't even want to play for oh, them. Oh, yeah. Um, so, a lot has happened since uh, Cam Seldon committed. That was the last commit that we talked about. So, Tennessee got three more after that. You know, something slight. Uh, the first one popped off, Sham Umarov, um, offensive tackle from uh, Alpharetta, Georgia, in Denmark High School, uh, four-star, 6'6", 290 pounds. Um, he's a big kid. Yeah, he's a big kid. We talked about it last week. We previewed him a little bit before the uh, the actual uh, commit came in. But watching his film, it's uh, – yeah, he'll mess yeah. with you a little bit. Yeah, pretty impressive. Uh Georgia's kind of late to the party, but you know they're they're one that um, was rumored to to be in the running for him. Michigan State, LSU, Auburn, North Carolina. I mean, the kid had pretty much every offer that you could ever really want. Um, and Tennessee was able to land him. Tennessee needs help. I mean, they they don't have a lot of tackle bodies. They had to bring in Gerald Mincy. Um, JJ Crawford is a JUCO transfer. You got Dane Davis, Darnell Wright. That kind of it. Right yeah. Now, um, yeah, not not a lot of bodies there, so um, good to get the offensive tackle from um, Alpharetta. Didn't land Francis, so this was a nice kind of get there as well. You'd like to land both of them, even Lucas Simmons um, committed to Florida State today. But there'll be names that pop up. You get a you know cornerstone to your offensive line for the future, and uh, and Sham and love the name Sham. Wow, that's awesome. That's a great name. Yeah, it's good that we're able to focus on both sides of the ball and try to – while defense is definitely a need for us, we're still able to attack the spots that, you know, we're still missing on the offense, especially like the line like we talked about. But um, what is it, 11 of the 18 recruits are on the defensive side of the ball, which – so Hypo's not – Hypo's not to be in shy of uh, getting the defense work. And we know that's where we need some uh, some help. So yeah. hitting the ground running with the, that defense commits. Yeah, and that that's kind of what has impressed me a lot of – it's not just that we're the top – a top five recruiting class right now. It's just who we've landed. He's honed in on the most important positions. You know, he landed Taven Jackson. That was a big get for Tennessee. Joshua Joseph, James Pierce. The two most valuable positions are quarterback and guys that, that can get to the quarterback. Um, yeah. So he landed that in his last class. And then this class, you know, Nico, one of the top quarterbacks in the country. And then, you know, the number one player in Missouri and Shadavian Bradley and uh, Caleb Herring, the number one player in Tennessee. So, you know, the edge is going to be pretty set for the future for Tennessee if you're able to keep all those guys um, intact and on this roster. And, man, I'm excited. That, that, that's what it's impressed me the most is him honing in on those um, important positions as well as understanding what you need to work on, and that's the defense. And that, you know, it's it's very defensive heavy. Um in this 2023 class. Yeah. No, you just nailed it. I mean, it's it's great to, you know, take – I mean, no matter what high-rated players are always going to be better, but that's cool. We can go land, you know, star possibility wide receivers and tight ends and stuff, but really hunking down and getting those positions that you know that's going to – the small ball that's going to play a huge factor in those, those wins and losses, those are equally as important. And while maybe they don't seem as flashy on a board – Maybe it's not, you know, a, a electric wide receiver position or, you know, quarterback commit. Those are those are those positions that really make a key difference, obviously, for a football team. And so it's good to see that they're prioritizing that and going all across the board and making sure that filling in the gaps slowly but surely. Not slowly, and, quickly but surely. Yeah. And that's the biggest struggle for Tennessee in the last 10 years. Quarterback play and not being able to get to the quarterback. Um so I mean they've they've addressed that and and that it's impressive to me. So um, you land Sham, and then the next guy you get is uh, Shadavian Bradley yesterday, a five star edge rusher from um, 
state of Missouri, Platte County. I think that's where he goes. I think that's how you say that. Yeah. In Platte City, Missouri. Um, doesn't face great competition in, in Missouri, but um, the kid dominates. He's a two-sport athlete. Plays, you know, is really good at basketball too. Um, six four and a half, two twenty, about the same build as Caleb Herring. Um, so yeah, just super impressive to to land a guy like that who he hasn't even officially visited Tennessee yet. So not only do you get to like, you know, get this momentum of, of his recruitment. You land him, and then you get to impress him with an official visit later on in the year. Perfect. That's it. I didn't even know that. Yep. Let's yep. kill it. Yeah, I mean, you can't have a better plan than that. Yeah. And, and then you land uh, a little bit later, Jalen Smith, uh, four, three star, whatever um, platform you're, you're looking at, linebacker from uh, Loganville, Georgia, and Grayson High School. One of the top high schools in the country. You know, that's where, you know, a couple of years ago, Tennessee got Wanye Morris. Um, they're in it for Owen Papo. Papo. Um, 6'2", so a smaller guy, but uh, plays sideline to sideline. Um, can really get off blocks. Um, has really good speed. I, I watched his highlight tape yesterday, and I, I was super impressed. And I, from what I read, he really impressed Georgia at a camp this season. But they already had two linebackers committed, so – um, didn't really go all in on Jalen Smith, but uh, so Tennessee kind of benefited from that and get a really good player in, in him. And that's you know, linebacker position that's going to be especially next year when you lose Jeremy Banks, Sloan Page will be gone, Juwan Mitchell will be gone. You know, it's kind of Aaron Beasley, I guess, will be a senior this year, I think. Yeah, right. So Caleb yeah. Herring and Aaron Beasley could have another year if he wanted it. But other than that, it's kind of wide open. So uh, Jalen Smith has a great opportunity to come in here and contribute immediately. And, um, yeah, I was super impressed with this tape as well. Yeah, there's going to definitely be a lot of slots to fill for uh, 2023, like you said. With people leaving, they're going to have to step up and fill in that role automatically and maybe quicker than they're used to or comfortable with. But there's, you know, benefits to that and there's there's negatives. But, I mean, you'd hope the coaching staff is able to iron that out and make sure that, you know, in camp and then, you know, practice, spring practice and everything that they're going to iron those details out. And But, you know, you're right. It's a, it's a good platform right away for them to step up and make a difference. Yeah, I think he had like 40 offers. Um, Which is ridiculous. Yeah, to name a few, Miami, LSU, um, Texas, USC, South Carolina. Um, yeah, I mean, super impressive list. Yeah. Georgia Tech, Pittsburgh. So, yeah, Tennessee got a really good – and he's – Kind of been linked to Tennessee for a long time. Already did his official visit, um, but again, that I think he had like a hundred and seventy something tackles and, and ten sacks last year um, in seven A football in the state of Georgia, which that's one of the top classifications in the country. So you got that kind of production. I don't care what you weigh. I mean, sign me up. Yeah, let's be honest. We're gonna take whatever the highest star is, like. I don't. It doesn't. I mean, like, we're gonna publicate. Like, it's you know, I, at least in my opinion, it's like, all right, we're gonna make the argument for. I mean, he could be a two star and like, freaking dude on Twitter can have him as a five star and be like five star group. But that's kind of the nature of the game. Again, when it comes down to it, I'll watch the film and take the skill and the stats all day over. You know. Yeah. Look at the offer list. Yeah. Look how many times you know lower star or no like just any of that has actually played a factor in the setup. The stars are camps. That's all that is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not. not People yeah. like to focus on it, obviously, and it's 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 a great indicator. It's a great way to be like, oh yeah, we got we pulled in a couple four or five stars. It's it's a good way for a basis judgment of just okay, this is where they kind of sit on a scale. But analyzing any further deep beyond that is just a little bit of that. There's the there's the very top, which is you know its own segment of it. it's its own area, I guess. But once you get towards that latter half, it's it's kind of irrelevant deeper yeah. than just the basic understanding. Yep. He's back. I'm back. Caleb, okay, we just kind of mentioned the last three guys that we landed since uh, Cam Seldon, Sham, uh, Shadavian Bradley, and Jalen Smith. So, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously a bunch of big pickups. I think the biggest part about that is defensive guys. Um, I think I heard you all mention that, that getting these important pieces, that, that's big. And, I mean, I think that shows you Rodney, not only, I mean, Rodney Garner's contribution too, um, which, I mean, 
if Tennessee's smart, he'll be involved in every recruiting at some level. Um, but then, you know, also Brian Jean Mary and um, Tim Banks too. I mean, they're, they're doing a better job since being on campus. And, and, and you, I think Landon, you said it, um, getting those big, the edge rusher, I mean, edge rusher and quarterback, get a guy that can get to the quarterback and then get a guy that can sling it. And uh, you're on your way to having a pretty good team. Yeah, absolutely. That's all I care about having a good team. <laughs> well, it matters, right? <clears throat> what, what'd you say? So it's all that matters, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, guys, it's it's getting close. Where are we at? 50, 51 days, fifty two days, something I don't like know. that. I'm, I'm re- I've been really bad about countdowns this year. Like I don't have a a good countdown. So it's actually nice because I was way off. Like like last week, I was doing. I'm don't trust me with math at all or numbers or anything. <laughs> but like I was just, I, I had this number in my head for a while, and I was like, oh yeah, like it's coming up. I was sending like picture. I I find those nostalgic pictures. I see like you know like checkerboard Neil, and I get all amped up on Twitter, and then I was like. I realized like two days ago, I was like, I was off by like 20 days and then just like 20 days closer. It's just like a whole half a month came through. So is it, is it 50? 50 sounds too long. It does sound, it's September 1st. So what's, what yeah, is, you're looking at like, I guess it is mid July. It does feel it's like it's 51 yeah. days. 51, yeah. really? Okay. 50, 52 days. Sorry, 52. I would have thought it was in like the 40s, 45 ish. Okay. So September 1st, correct? Yeah. Thursday, September 1st. I'm just in the mindset that it's like 22 days yeah, away. 52 right. days. All right. Let's do it. Thursday night. College football is next month, right? I think it starts. Yeah, there's a – Yeah, it'll – yeah. yeah. Like the – You'll get some action, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what games start um, those dates. But it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's football. Oh, That's oh, what I'm right. saying. Yeah, oh, it doesn't right. matter in terms of that, yes. Okay, all right. I'm gotcha. watching it. I'm with you now. Okay. <laughs> That Austin yes. v. Western Kentucky matchup, baby. Who cares? It's damn football. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of curious who is playing in those because I normally don't even know until the week of. We get a, what's, what's a Duquesne Florida State matchup. That's always you know. Yeah, I dude, mean, I'm bet on that for sure. I don't think it'll probably be a close a game. Team. Hey, Vanderbilt goes out to Hawaii on uh, August 27th. So God, loss, mark it down. Yeah. Lose. <laughs> well, some what's the money line on that right now? What can I get Hawaii at? Mandy's minus six and a half. Bandy's minus six and a half. Go hammer that. Of course they are. I mean, I'm not shocked. I'm not shocked. They, they remember the ETSU game last year? Was that last year? That was last year, wasn't it? Dang. <laughs> <laughs> and they're not any better, are they? I mean, they got lucky. Now they got George Quarles running the show. Mm. Hey. Big matchup October the week before the LSU game. UTSU, UTC. We're gating. Uh, I'm gating. Y'all are welcome. Bucks and mocks. Why? What'd you say about the mocks? Bucks and mocks. Oh, I thought he said go mocks or something. I was like, no, 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 sir. Get out of here with that. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm trying to pull up. ESPN was not. So August 6th, the week of August 6th. No, that's not right. Why does it have it on there? Yeah, it's uh, the twenty seventh. Yeah, the twenty seventh is when all those games are. Is it Nevada or Nevada? I say Nevada. I say Nevada. Okay, then I don't think it's Nevada. I pronounced it a bunch of different ways with people when I was out in Nevada. Nevada. Wait, I don't know what? which one it is. It's Nevada. one or the other. I felt I said it both ways. I just can't remember which one was wrong. I don't remember. Las Vegas, Nevada sounds weird. Also, uh, didn't what's his name play play there from last chance you? Oh, Malik Henry. He did, didn't he? He did. Yeah. Okay. No one knew that, so I was like, maybe that's not true. I think he's now in like the uh, arena football or something. Oh, I'm sure. I'm I'm very confident that's where he's at. <laughs> um, it's not a high level football. Texas A and M sitting pretty number sixty in the country in recruiting right now. So, uh, yeah. NIL might be a double-edged sword. <laughs> <laughs> they fit, like they get out of, that fixes itself, right? Oh, 100%. You don't go drop. Listen, I don't I'm not I'm not coming at them at the same angle Nick Saban was. I'm coming at them like I would have done the same thing. And oh, they're yeah. not going to they're not going to not do it this time. You try to win now. You worry about you worry about <laughs> next year next year. I can't believe they're actually number 60. Yeah, that's pretty that's pitiful. Awesome. They only have five commits. I mean, 
hopefully they Vanderbilt's ranked over Kentucky, so that's funny. Yeesh. <laughs> I don't also don't really like talking about recruiting rankings right now because but but I, yes, I know what you're saying it's early, but a lot like the the thing now is to commit before your season. I don't know yeah, why. No, yeah. But yeah. that's that's just what everybody is doing now. No, I mean like that the the good news about Tennessee, I, I like talking about Tennessee because Tennessee's not going to drop way back. No. They're not going to fall back to number 60. A&M's going to finish well above 60. Right. Probably top 15 if not top yeah. 10. Yeah. That's true. So I know, I don't I mean. They'll find some money. They they got to They got to recollect. Oh my gosh, pass out the offering plates. You didn't even mention our friend Lane Kiffin sitting back at 61. Dang. <laughs> mm. Come to the sit, baby. Come to the sit. Missouri's sitting at 59. Dude. SMU is 44th. See, that's a, I mean, that's the thing. I will say their averages are about the same as Tennessee's. So that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, that's where they'll finish. If we're just being honest about it, yeah, but just enjoy Auburn's it. sitting at sixty-eight. <laughs> Auburn's terrible. Who the and hell is going to go to Auburn? I mean, the, Brian mm. Harson is not going to be there next year. So what are you doing? <laughs> you think it's next year? I, yeah, I mean, if you're dead set on firing him after last year, yeah. See, I think that's. Or are you saying you, you tied yourself down for? A yeah, I think that's well. <sighs> See, the old Auburn that I once knew would have, like you said, once they were done, they would have fired him. So I'm not convinced of the old old Auburn I once knew. Do they do they clean house, make him do a whole new staff? I hate that. That's the dumbest thing ever. Oh, I agree. Just fire the guy. But yeah, they might do that. But their problems with Harson, isn't it? Right. Okay. So that's what I thought. Yeah, he got condemned for what he did, but uh, we're praising Zach Wilson for what he did. <laughs> <laughs> first are nasty first, both of them are nasty rumors that somehow help both parties <laughs> right <laughs> the Zach Wilson thing by the way I'm taking this 100% fact I'm sorry it is oh for sure <laughs> good I like it yeah good for him I mean I'm kind of mad that my mom didn't have hot friends when I was growing up so the city boys are up <laughs> I've been on Mormon TikTok I know what they're all about my mom had They're zero weird. friends. That's that's not a shot at her friends. They're very. I hope. Nice, I was about to say. I hope none of your fr- none of your mom's friends listen to this podcast. They probably don't. I mean, what if they did? That's just taking shots, might have. He probably don't. How's Raven feel about that comment? She can't. She doesn't listen either, so it doesn't matter. I can say whatever <laughs> I want. I'm free. Full immunity. Yeah. It's also empty, like you can't see this room, but if you notice, there's nothing behind me. Nothing. Like, there's literally. Sad. Two TV trays and a chair, a box, and my Xbox is on, or my PlayStation's on it, and that's all that's in here. The necessities. PlayStation always. Correct. I'll stay until the very last second. Yeah, it, it's like that meme. It's like people, like you see this, like <laughs> brand new car outside, and then inside it's just like a chair and a TV. <laughs> that's literally what oh, it is. Except I don't have a nice car either. <laughs> you drive a Toyota. It's pretty nice. Yeah, it gets good gas. Camry? That's yeah. all matters nowadays. <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting on a gold mine. I might sell it. Yeah. You love three cars or anything above 25 miles a gallon. That's yeah. where the money's at. All right, yeah. well, guys. Um, anything else? I mean, we, we talked about Zach Wilson a little bit. Do y'all want to get into that? I mean, we can. Are, are we going to do most important? Okay. Yeah, we can do that. All right, yeah, yeah we can talk about the Zach Wilson thing. It's facts. Um, yeah, facts. So what was the what was the day? What was it that he was dating? Like his, you know, ex girlfriend. Now they were dating, and then she posted a picture with his old roommate his, that his, played his at, best friend. I think they played in high school, and yeah, then they roomed together at BYU. Yeah, I think so he's on the Commanders like practice squad or something. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, and then I guess just people were calling her out for being a homie hopper in the, in the comment. <laughs> she just hit him with the fat fact. She was all, Oh, what'd she say? Um, 
turns out he's been he was sleeping with his mom's best friend. I would love to hear the, the mom's you know side of this because I, I want to see the the woman. That's kind yeah, of where we, I'm we at do, too. before we do call him a dog. We need to make because I think our assumption is that she's probably like you know it's Zach Wilson, but I let's not get too ahead of ourselves. It could be like a straight come on Zach. Um, but yeah, I think the reaction she got was a lot different than what she was expecting. Yeah, no, I think she thought. She's getting clowned now. She, she definitely thought people were sad with her. Yeah. yeah, she's probably like, oh, Zach Wilson's going to get, you know, the awful PR for this. And he's he's up on he's up right now. Right, yeah. Oh, well, I mean, he's going to get drafted a lot higher in fantasy football drafts just because of this. It's, it's Are true. you going you gonna to take him early? I'll take him as a backup, not as my starter, no. I already went through Ryan Tannehill last year. I'm getting a good quarterback this You're year. You're taking him or Baker first? Well, you got you got auto drafted last year, Landon. Yeah, I know that was. I got stuck with him. You're gonna end up with Sam. You're gonna end up with Sam Darnold this year. Yeah, y'all are trying to get me drunk again. (laughs) So I miss it. I mean, that's the best you finish in the league. That's not true. I finished second. (laughs) Oh man, Um, no, I'm gonna. You know, I listen. Hot take. I don't care what she looks like. That's a that's a bold move. Yeah. So especially uh, now. What do you mean? Like it like it, it just it's just a weird timing now. I feel like that's a thing maybe like you try in college. That's probably that you, probably what happened though. Well yeah, I'm assuming it's just kind of gotten like uncovered, right? Okay, so this happened. I mean, if it does feel a little strange for him when to did, like, when did they break up? Like did they break up because of this? Yeah, yeah, I, I would assume so, but I'm assuming she might not have known. Okay, so this is going on. In, in light of recent, you know. I didn't know, like, it happened. She found out about it. They ended it then. It could be. I mean, he could be doing this, like, two weeks ago. I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> Do you, kid? But I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure the timeline on that. <clears throat> I want to know, so it's his mom's best friend. Could it be his ex-best friend's mom? I did when I first read oh. that. I was fully set on the fact that it was his mom, which would have been absolutely like ten times. Legend. Wow. <laughs> because and now he should. Now he should because <laughs> him, he should just he should double down on what he's done and just write yeah. it out. Like don't 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 back away at all. Just double down. Well, and we all know it's true because he was DMing that dude from Barstool on TikTok, telling him to take yeah, it down. Yeah. It's like, come yeah. on, bro. Like, <laughs> do you think that was ever gonna just not? You, did he think that was going to go away? What's that guy's name? I can't stand him. Simply, he uh, had a bad Jack Mac. Yeah, Jack Mac. He had a bad he, like three years ago, and I still hate him for it. Yeah, no, I, I, he's very annoying. Um, but he does have a funny like niche where if you're just to follow him on Twitter, he does these like Twitter spaces, and he just finds like random drama on Twitter or TikTok. Yeah, and it's like random like, people that are not famous, nothing. And he'll do like Twitter spaces with them and host them and just have them like hash everything out there. It's hilarious. That's awesome. I, oh, it. like I feel cool. like I would like him. I'm about to watch the the Bachelorettes. He's, he's pretty insufferable. Oh, yeah, he's pretty insufferable. And insufferable. it's just straight drama. <laughs> yeah, it almost makes it more compelling that it is people that are actually like you and me. Wait, what? The drama. Oh yeah, like it's not manufactured reality TV. Oh, drama. Twitter Spaces. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's almost, <laughs> yeah, it's oh. just almost more compelling in that sense. Oh, so it's not like famous people. It's just no. random. <laughs> no, like they're. I follow these. I follow these two girls and this one guy that were on it one night. All of them have a private, like private accounts. Okay. And they, they're from like New York, and they just have all met each other in New York, and he hosted some Twitter Space about some drama. I found it interesting, so I follow him. Okay. <laughs> Um, any more most important? Uh, did y'all see that video of John Daly hitting drivers over a highway? No. I, he was just in a parking lot. I think he was wearing Crocs, hitting drivers onto like a football field from across the highway. It was insane. Just an absolutely – I can't believe he's still alive, full disclosure. Yeah, I just I, – I, he'll end up living to like eight, 800 years old. Like he, he'll genuinely probably die at like 95 because he's just going to like – his personality is basically like, yeah, I smoke cigarettes every single day and drink like 15 Diet Cokes. But I'm well, so- you know, those news, like a news station, I feel like once a year, a local news station will run an article, be like a 101 year old woman lived to be, or woman lives to be 101 
what does she say her secret is? She drinks three Dr. Peppers a day. <laughs> That'll be John Daly. 110-year-old John Daly says he smokes 15 cigarettes a day and a couple Diet Cokes. That's his secret to a healthy life. Yeah, no no offense like <laughs> vegans and stuff like that, but you never see any stories of them living to be 105. That's a good point. That is, and Tom Brady's their ultimate champion, and they do not claim him like they should. That's, yeah, that's also a good point. Just you gotta have that protein. Bad, bad marketing, man. Yeah, you gotta have that protein, man. You gotta, you gotta live off that fat later on in life. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, John, dude, he's just, I don't, you can't ever like have beef with him because he sent, like, he doesn't care. He just, no. And like, the, he's everyone's fan. Like, you're never gonna, like, whenever, like, even like Tiger would like have some stuff and people like that, like, Oh, it's disrespectful to the game of golf. I'm like, I'm a huge golfer, so like, I'm uh, and I'm here for it. I don't care. I freaking, <laughs> I love, I love watching him whip around the card at all these majors and stuff. And just, I think it is insane. He gets to. This is what I think it's insane. He gets to be in a cart. Did uh, is it the PGA Championship? And someone had tracked. They were like, he drank twelve diet cokes. Yeah, smoked twenty something cigarettes. And I'm like, any. I don't know. It's insane. I don't. Look, I don't. It don't bother me. I don't hate him for it. It's just, it is insane. I think they should. We need a John Daly ESPN cam. I would literally watch that all day. Just if like, he was on, if he was on the Live Tour, I'd watch. I would. I'm I'm starting to turn towards the Live Tour actually, which is big. Have you watched it? I haven't watched yeah, it. I'm, when that first all happened, I was like, I and I still do kind of stand on it that like it's kind of a lot of like washed up bums right now, which is just <laughs> my opinion. But um, it's not like players that I really want to watch. If like everyone jumped over there, it's fun. Like I agree. Like watching the press conferences and it's like just totally unfiltered and the celebrations basically just like. They just turn up. Did you see the – I need to find a picture, but did you yeah. see the test that they were on? Yeah, no. I was sleeping in an airport terminal, and I had to watch that, so oh. it made me feel really good. Yeah. Man, I don't know if you saw it, but this thing was like <laughs> you, – have, you, have you seen Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. You know, like the Jets mm-hmm. being in there, literally like – I mean, it's like a full 737 that's just gutted out full of like nuts. It's like that, and there's like LED lights everywhere. Like they're just up walking around, drinking, partying on this plane. Oh, like Soul Plane. Yeah, I mean it's it's nuts. The only problem yeah. is they only play like once a month, like on the schedule. So like it's great for them probably, but for the viewer, Thank you. I want a little bit more like consistency. I'm a big golf guy though, so there's probably a lot of people that would just enjoy watching once a month or one every three weeks, whatever it is. Make golf fun again. I'm yeah. I'm slowly on. I'm slowly <laughs> hey, here. For it. The open. Yep. Speaking of fun golf, if you want to watch people just get destroyed by a court, well, not even really the course, just the weather. It's, yeah, and it's not even. Very much just a open course. It's just yeah. we go on John Rom or Scotty. Which who's who's Tiger? Yeah, dude. All uh, anytime Tiger competes, I'm going Tiger. I know I'm wrong, but I'm just saying. Like betting wise, that's why I'm asking. What are the odds on Tiger? Because I may be serious. Oh, I don't. I don't know. I'm just talking about these two. Like are playing each other. Oh, you're. Oh, you don't have the actual odds from this week. No. Oh, I thought you were saying. I just. I just like to pick like one or the other. Oh, right now I'm taking Scotty. Okay. I don't know. I feel like Scotty didn't. Didn't he just play in the Scottish Open and he looked like he was trying? I can't remember, but Scotty's. I, I feel like Rom might have a little bit more knowledge around that course, and, but I don't. It's not really Rom's. I don't know. Scotty's plus fourteen hundred and Rom's plus sixteen hundred to win. Really? It wouldn't surprise me if Spieth like messes around for a couple of days and then shits the bed. But I'm curious to see what Spieth does this week in practice rounds. I'm, yeah. I'm interested. As long as Tiger makes the cut, I'm here for it. There's nothing more electric than like 3 a.m. golf, dude. Just Tiger's <laughs> playing like four in the morning. I wake up. I wake up for that stuff. I got a uh, one more. Actually, yeah, one more. Most important, uh, Nick Senzel. Nick Senzel, VFL. Oh, um, hit his first career walk off yesterday. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is sort of Knoxville, guys. I tried to get a picture with Harrison Smith at the uh, the golf tournament this weekend. I get. I don't know if he just didn't hear me. I was just like Knoxville. And as he was like leaving the driving range, and this guy was like, "Who is that?" I was like, "He's like a three-time Pro Bowler. What do you mean?" And some other guy turned around. And he goes, "How does he not know who Harrison Smith is?" <laughs> it's like, "Thank you." Sorry, that was my my Knoxville tidbit for the, I like the show. Any fails? Um, I got a fail, and it's the Pittsburgh Steelers changing their stadium name. Yeah. I mean, Heinz wasn't great, but it's like this word. What is it now? It's like some weird, like, yeah. I don't even know what it is. Acrisure yeah, LLC. No one's going to say it. It's not fun to say. Acrisure Stadium. <laughs> but granted, I mean, it's 
it's the Steelers. I don't think anyone's going to really care too much anyway. I'm uh, I'm sending Lane in my fail, so you you got it on your phone. Okay. I also, full disclosure, don't know if it's real. I'm doing zero research. Just saw it on TikTok, and I'm sharing it with the world. So. Oh my god! <laughs> Is this real? Uh, I there's a video of it, so it was either a deep fake or it is real. Well, now you've got me. So the Eugene Emeralds, did you want to send this to me because you didn't want to say it? <laughs> yeah, okay. 100%. <laughs> um, it says, our manager may be the first person to ever sing Take Me Out to the Ball Game while receiving a prostate exam. Wait, I'm going to I'm gonna send you all the video because it's disturbing. <laughs> yeah, please do. Shout out Men's right. Health Month, though. Yeah, there you go. Go get checked. Um, <laughs> while you're doing that, I got there's a crazy story that I, I heard on a, on a podcast, but um, somewhere in uh, somewhere on like the east coast of India or whatever, there's there's a uh, a village and a lady. Apparently, this is very common, but a lady was trampled to death by an elephant because like these towns or villages are built like basically with like in the jungle, and it's just elephants come passing through and stuff. So she's trampled by an elephant and killed, and then. <clears throat> the town holds a funeral procession that night. Same elephant. She got beef with this lady, I guess, comes back and tramples her at her own funeral. Yeah, so that was like, real. Okay, I heard about that. Elephant. That's insane. Came right through and just wreaked havoc again. Like, I don't know. Oh, what my thing. gosh. was out for blood. It was, it was a bit wild. Uh, I don't the know how long. Security at that funeral was terrible. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> this, this is, is a, she has way too much. Um, another thing I got really quick, uh, I know we enjoy, you know, doing some fun things when recruits come and, you know, we like to throw them on top of Jeeps and, or whatever it was and have some fun. Well, G-Wagon? BYU is going a little too far. I don't know if you guys saw this, but come on, what are we doing? <laughs> oh, what? What? <laughs> I saw that. This is Zach Wilson earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I saw that off that, and I was like, I had to like because I that itself was very funny, and I was like, that is a very good point. Is that so, a so, is that real? Yeah, is that so a I, reveal? I thought, was, like a... I thought it was like a taxidermy cougar, but I read into it, and they like brought the recruits out, and it's like you know, let's go. I thought the Appalachian State coming out of the water was a bit extra for like hype videos. This these pictures, I mean, that's that's a bit egregious. Like let's head a tame cougar just do you ever get another recruit if he's mauled by that cougar (laughs) (laughs) spin spin zone i'm just i'm telling him if you you know if you can't beat up the cougar you don't deserve a player there you go oh like a ricky bobby thing oh yeah Yeah, exactly throw him in the car and (laughs) he'll learn it might take a couple guys but they'll learn you'll get some real solid oh that's awesome dude i saw a video of a Dude camping and he woke he wakes up, which I didn't know cougars. I thought cougars traveled like very by themselves. I thought they were not pack animals. He wakes up with like three or four cougars just right outside of his crate. Like his I guess he was in his truck. That is terrifying. It probably was that. (laughs) I sent it to you all. I don't know if it's come through yet or not, but you can watch it now. It's disturbing. Okay. You're not gonna feel proud about yourself when you do watch it. I don't wanna like Oh, yeah, turn the volume up. Get it going. What? The crowd know, like, this was, like, a thing? Like, it was... Uh, that I cannot answer for you. I have no idea. This is almost as bad as... Who was it? Like, Kodak at the... There was, like, an NFL game? That was... NHL. Uh, was it a Hurricanes game? So, or no, who's a... It might have been... Panthers? Where's Kodak Black from? It might have been the Panthers. Um, yeah, maybe. He, he's from he's yeah he's from uh, Florida. Florida yeah. Panthers. Yeah, that's probably who it was. Insane insanity. Second to none, right next to that. That's disgusting. Yeah, I'm glad I know that. <laughs> I got that's one a, last one. Freaking Oregon. Yeah, seriously. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't I don't know what's happening over in India. I guess a lot of my stories in India, but Sri Lanka or whatever. Uh, they're having like some huge up uprise of the the citizens. I guess it's corrupt government, typical stuff. But they like took over the presidential palace. I think they tried to pull a January sixth, but this one was a little bit more like you know planned. Just, yeah, it was like <laughs> a little bit more like this guy's corrupt and like ten thousand people rushed the building. They had a blast. Look at these pictures. We got just full party. 
And the videos are even funnier, dude. You got okay, people- so this isn't like a hardcore insurrection. I mean, they've got floaties. <laughs> What's what I'm saying? They're just having a fun time. I don't think they actually – I think a lot of people were just like, this looks very enjoying. They're getting a little workout in. They're, they're packing in the presidential weight room. This is – I feel like this is like – That is thing. men's health month. Yeah. <laughs> Raise awareness. Just chilling in the beds. They don't even care. They're just that guy thinks taking a nap. The other two are just scrolling through TikTok. Yeah, right? that that is a bed that has been slept in. They just <laughs> it wasn't even made yet. They got no. in it. I'm glad you brought that up because I saw where they're. I don't know if it's called their president. He just resigned. I feel like an insurrection. I mean, I'm only I'm only familiar with you know a few, and, and one of those being uh, the the French Revolution when they they chopped off all the the royalty's heads. I, I feel like letting them resign is kind of a cop out. But now that I see pictures of pool parties and yeah, exactly, yeah, I think some, that was parties. This one he seems a, <laughs> he just he just want to be a part of it next time. Yeah, that's true. He's like, now that I resign, can I come back? And you guys, yeah, be more like, you guys I mean, are having a ton of fun. Capitalize. You're already in there. I mean, you you got through the hard part. It's like there's a pool. I'm gonna jump in the pool. It's, right. Yeah. Make it worth it. Got to spend a couple knots in jail and make it worth it. Get your I'm shocked there weren't zoo animals in there. In that palace, maybe that's where the elephant came from that trampled the. Oh man! Maybe they let him out. Do it! I'd love to see that. This should be a thing more often. I think we should like implement this into like sports. Like, coaches, you're not happy with the coaches. You guys are just allowed to just take over the house. Just don't tell Tennessee fans that. Don't <laughs> hang up. Hang up. Get out. It'll, it'll happen. Which Jones? It'll back. it'll happen. <laughs> It's it's borderline already happened, so you know. <laughs> that's all I got. All right. That's it. That's all I got. Guys, been thanks real. for listening. Yeah. Um, good to have Caleb back. We'll be back Thursday. Um, should have a special guest, gotta finalize some stuff, but uh be on the lookout for that. And uh we thank y'all for listening. We're bringing the boat in and we out.